G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. advertising industry basically prescribes the formula for success. You'll be successful if you buy this product, you know. So many people are finding that they just can't match up to those images of success. And as a result, so many people are suffering from low self-esteem. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond. Fabulous to be back with you today as we take a look at low self-esteem from a different perspective. Low self-esteem is a rampant disease in our society, particularly amongst women. And it's an interesting thing. Whilst the Bible has lots to say about pride and having a level of self-esteem that's too high, it appears to be almost silent on this thing that nowadays we refer to as low self-esteem. So what is low self-esteem? To put it quite simply, it's an unhealthily low sense of self-worth. I'm no good. I can't do anything. I'm useless. I'm, I'm stupid. I'm worthless. I, I can't stand in a group of people and have a conversation because they'll think my ideas are silly. All those statements are the thoughts that constantly, constantly plague people with low self-esteem. And the impact of them is that people who suffer from this, this unhealthily low sense of self-worth struggle to have any meaningful relationships. They, they don't have any joy or peace in their lives. They're touchy. Their feelings are easily hurt. It's like, like a prison, this low self-esteem thing. And for many, it seems to be a life sentence. Now, not a single one of us wouldn't agree that anyone that suffers from low self-esteem is missing out on a full and a healthy life. They're, in a sense, missing the point of life, at least the point that God meant for them, which is a full and abundant and rich life. And if that's the case, then there's only one name for low self-esteem, and it's this, sin. I don't mean to make things worse, but sin, as it's defined in the New Testament, literally means to miss the mark, or as we might say today, to miss the whole point of life. And wandering around with this incredibly low sense of self-worth misses the whole point, doesn't it? We all know people with low self-esteem. We know how debilitating it is. We can see how it robs them of a rich and meaningful relationship. But how many of us would have thought of it as sin? Now, please, I don't want to make things worse, but let's call it for what it is. It's falling short of God's plan. And there's a good reason to do that. Because while sin is all too common... It is not normal. Jesus came to set us free from sin, all sin, and all its effects. Not just that we might have forgiveness for sins past. That's fantastic, and we need that. But that we would also be free from them from today on and for all eternity. But the problem with people who have low self-esteem is they don't for one minute imagine that their lives could be any different. They don't for a single minute believe that Jesus came to set them free from the pain and the anguish of their low self-esteem. But what if? Well, what if he did come to do exactly that? Would they want a part of it? I have no doubt that right now there are some people listening around the world to this program and some of them are suffering desperately from low self-esteem. 
a deep and painful belief that they just aren't good enough. And what's more, that they never will be. Maybe that's you. Maybe that's someone who's close to you. Well, I come to you today with some good news, some great news. Jesus came to set you free from this sin, stubborn though it may be, persistent though it may be, as much as anyone who suffers from low self-esteem imagines that they will never be free of it. Jesus came to set you free. Here's how I know without the shadow of any doubt that this is true. At the beginning of his public ministry, Jesus stood up in the synagogue to tell people about himself. He chose to quote from the Old Testament prophet Isaiah using chapter 61. Now let me read the opening four verses of that chapter. This is what Jesus quoted about himself. He said, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me. He has sent me to bring good news to the oppressed, to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, release to the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to provide for those who mourn in Zion, to give them a garland instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the mantle of praise instead of a faint spirit. They will be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord to display his glory. They shall build up the ancient ruins. They shall raise up the former devastations. They shall repair the ruined cities, the devastations of many generations. Tell me that those who are suffering from this debilitating sin of low self-esteem, tell me they aren't included in that. Gladness instead of mourning. God's favour, God's comfort for all who mourn. Binding up the brokenhearted. Liberty for the captives. Release for the prisoners. The key, the key to being free from low self-esteem is simply to know this, that you and I, we are fearfully and wonderfully made by God. That comes from Psalm 139, verse 14. Handcrafted by God in his image. See, most of us have spent so long, so very long, staring at our reflection in the distorted mirror of this world that we've developed this, I don't know, this, this distorted self-image. We look at people who are, who are more successful, more beautiful, more intelligent, everything more than we could ever be. And we, we watch the ads on television where they, they paint pictures of these beautiful people and what success means. And, and we look at our lives and we think, my life doesn't look like that. My life doesn't match up with that. I'll never be that good. And you see, this is what fuels so much of the low self-esteem that's happening in our society, particularly, let me say, for young women, for young girls. But what if, what if we are indeed fearfully and wonderfully handcrafted by God himself, made in his image? What if the image that the world is reflecting of us is distorted and wrong? What if the only image we should have is not a self-image from the distorted world, but a faith image that comes from what God says about who we are? The question is, who or what are we going to believe? The world's distortion or God's truth? Well, What are you going to believe about yourself? The problem is that someone with low self-esteem may well be able to catch a glimpse of that. But the feelings of complete inadequacy just come crashing over them day by day, minute by minute, swamping any budding confidence or faith that they might have developed in God's truth. That's why if you're someone who's struggling with low self-esteem, if this is a stubborn sin that you just can't overcome in your life, I want to give you something today that I believe, in fact, that I know God will use to heal you from it and its devastating effects. It's a short, simple passage of scripture that even I can memorize, even you can memorize. You can carry it around in your heart, 
every moment of every day. Here it is, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. It says, We are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works that God prepared beforehand for us to do. If you're someone who's struggled with this all your life, with low self-esteem, I believe that God is going to use his word to help you overcome it once and for all. Because every time your distorted image is reflected back to you from the world through the lies and the deceptions, you can take this scripture verse and say it to yourself and choose to believe God over the world. Every time your feelings are hurt, every time you feel that gut-wrenching pain of rejection and fear, take this verse, listen to God and believe him instead of the world. Memorize it, for we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works that God prepared beforehand for us to do. Own it, let God's word do its work in you, and I know that you will be set free from this stubborn sin of low self-esteem. Our value isn't what the world says about us. Our value is what God says about us, and this is what God says. You are God's workmanship. You have been created in Christ Jesus for good works that God prepared beforehand for you to do. to remind you that if you have a prayer need, we would love to pray for you. Listen, the only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. Just let that sink in. The only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. So if you'd like us to pray with you, in fact, if you'd like our whole prayer community to pray with you, stop by online at PowerfulPrayer.org to share your prayer request. It's completely confidential. Your name won't be displayed. And in fact, while you're there, perhaps you could pray for one or two others and leave them an encouraging word as well. The Bible says that the prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. So let us pray for you and with you. And let's just see what God does, how he intervenes, how he chooses to bless you. That web address again is PowerfulPrayer.org. I'm Bernie Diamond. I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.